Welcome to the Building Science Podcast. Welcome to the Building Science Podcast. Bringing the human factor to construction, design, and architecture. Brought to you by Positive Energy in Austin, Texas. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Building Science Podcast. My name is Michael. And this episode is going to be a little different than the full-length episode you're accustomed to. We think it's important to continually explore the why behind what we do. And we've had quite a few episodes that talk about the what. But if we're not engaging in a discourse that explores the fundamental reasons and motivations that each of us are interested in this topic or pursuing building science work as our profession, we can easily lose sight of what really matters. So what is it that matters? Well, here's a starting place. When we think about the traditional building science perspective, it sees all aspects of a building or a home as sort of a system of coupled systems, namely the coupling or interaction of the enclosure system and the mechanical system. This is something we talk about a lot. We can never really overstate the importance of the enclosure system because both of those systems interact with one another in such a way that the complementary or integrated result that occurs, we can kind of think of it as either negative or positive. If it's good, we call it positive, and it means that the building itself, whether it's a home or a commercial building, is good for the occupants, meaning it's healthy and it's comfortable. This is absolutely a good approach to building science and can certainly stand on its own to affect a very positive societal change. And whether you're interested in building science for the societal implications or it's just something that your brain is naturally attracted to because you believe in the quality of your work, what we do know is that really putting some thought to this reduces the discomfort people feel in their homes and in their office buildings, etc. at infinitum. It also reduces the waste that buildings ultimately produce, and this is important because we we have to think about waste. Uh, what we leave behind is what is going to be left for future generations. And so when we when we put this at the forefront of our design principles, it lends itself to better building practices and creates more durable, lasting structures. That's the understanding of building science at the micro level. But is there more to this picture? If we sort of take a step back and look at the macro view of building science, we can also look in the other direction. And we can see that collectively buildings and grid infrastructures they, they form the largest integrated system on the planet, and these systems impact our lives every single day in every single way that you could possibly imagine. So changes on the grid side, when they accelerate like they are now quite rapidly, it's important to take note. And we can take note of the recent Tesla Powerwall battery release that everybody's so hyped up about, and it feels like a big deal. When we really put it in context, we can note that it's just a single, albeit influential company, That's helping everyday consumers understand that, yes, it is absolutely possible to change the way that you receive and use energy in your home. This particular piece of the battery storage narrative is an easy-to-understand piece of the puzzle, but when you really break it down, it gets quite complex. Uh, At the federal and state regulation levels, those statutes are the ones that move the world. But this piece of market innovation does give us a key shape to unlocking the huge potential for energy savings on the building side of the industry. It also changes the way we think about energy use and the economy of energy use. It truly is a clean energy economy. And when we put 
the energy economy in that framework, you can really start to affect change at a global level. When we think about the economic implications of the current energy sector and the way it's operated, it has had some less than desirable outcomes. Of course, there are other factors that go into it, but we're talking about pollution, famine, drought, war, poverty, and they're all fueled by energy and resource scarcity. So just in this context alone, we really don't need to rely on a climate change perspective to even find a good reason to pay attention to energy efficiency and high-performance buildings, because the need clearly expresses itself in, in a very explicit and human way every single day. You just have to know what you're looking at. So when I say pollution, famine, drought, war, and poverty, these are all human experiences. These are human factors that should shape our our discourse on the way that we look at and, and understand energy and the way that we incorporate it into our design principles uh, when we have new projects. And so let's talk about the grid, right? There are a lot of questions and hot debate about the role of the grid in our lives and society, and it's currently a pretty massive industry. And forgive me if this is controversial, of course everybody is entitled to their own understanding and opinion of this. But the industry and its conventional business practices are out of date, they're inefficient, and they don't truly serve uh, what I believe to be the direction that we're best suited as uh, a society, as a planet. And it's really on us to affect that change if we want to get out of the old modes of operation and thinking. To do that, we need to take a step back and ask ourselves what is possible, and we need to think about ideas like grid defection, whether or not it's inevitable. Uh, we need to think about whether microgrids and, and commercial defection to CHP or to renewables and, and their own self-storage systems. Could it be that we're seeing the clouds gathering for a utility death spiral? Or will consumer benefits of integrated grid technologies provide stimulus for sort of a reinvented grid? And these are big questions, but they're coming at a pretty pivotal time. This industry is huge. There's $2 trillion of grid investment are needed just to simply update the aging equipment. Uh, and these costs are, are coming at times of unpredictable, possibly declining revenues for utilities. So it's a big deal. And, and these questions are going to affect the rest of our lives and the lives of our children and grandchildren. So the business case for central generation transmission and vertically integrated Utilities is declining due to load losses, while solar and storage numbers are becoming a bit more compelling. We're seeing storage capabilities uh, increasing and ever-decreasing PV costs, so it's, it's not unreasonably expensive to install your own solar systems, whether it's on your home or your business. And we've listened to the folks at Green Tech Media, and, and they've been talking about this change. And when you think about it, the notion seems both pretty logical and, and inevitable. There are economic studies that show that it's more than just a greenwashed-driven trend. It's got some pretty real and, and potent economic potential to empower homeowners to save money and participate in a global energy revolution. And it's going to change the way we all live. I know I've said that before. How is it going to change? I can't really say, because these changes are not issues of debate at sort of a philosophical level that may or may not occur in the distant future. A lot of them are already underway, and they've got impacts, very, very profound impacts for us all. And this is one of the most exciting societal transitions uh, and industries to watch in a long time, aside from the ever-evolving high-tech industry. 
when we think about the place that we're leaving behind for our children, our legacy will be determined by the kind of thought we've put into using, sustaining, and preserving our planet. And since we all need places to live, and we can clearly see that these places don't have to produce harmful waste, we at Positive Energy, we see it pretty clearly that we're here to help facilitate this transition, because it's no longer an acceptable excuse to claim ignorance or, or cite industry blockages. The information is out there, and the industry is changing. And, and frankly, we couldn't be more excited to be a part of it. And we're excited that you're here with us. Stay tuned. We've got some really fantastic podcast episodes coming up with more to say on this issue. And I have a feeling you're really going to enjoy the, the co-hosts that we've got coming up and the interviews that we've got coming up. Everybody that sits behind this microphone has a lot of really, really interesting and impactful things to say. So please stay tuned and thanks so much for listening today. Thank you.